cat's on the roof. I'll just try and get him in. <laughs> what a statement. What a... <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fill Nonsense. This is a Scotch podcast discussing and debating all current events and age-old questions while being incredibly unequipped to do so. Um, we're joined by myself, Danny, Kenny, Elliot, and Dale. And I'm going to I'm going to spread this around the room. So prepare to be triggered. Prepare to enter your safe space um, because it's a bit of a dicey topic and we're all pretty butt clenched. So um, Kenny, say hello. What is happening, trips? Um, I'm coming to you straight out of the camper van tonight, so you need to expect a bit of a natural process from me. Coming straight out of clack, man. You can you can expect me to be taking a wee piss every now and again. My missus will be taking a wee piss. I'll need to let Thanos out for a piss. The cat might want to come in and it. It's going to right. be mental. A lot of pissing. Just take the mic with you, man. Ooh, natural. <laughs> but just it's mute it, because we didn't want to hear you pee. <laughs> I want to hear some... flow. But, do you know what? <laughs> That's Guaranteed 1% of our right. listeners would. <laughs> I forgot about the mute button. It's like that time I didn't know Microsoft Excel did like calculations for you. That was like two weeks ago. <laughs> you run your own business, don't you, Kenny? Yeah, just, just checking. I thought Excel was just in boxes and it's all neat looking. <laughs> Biographs and shit like that. Aye, pretty much. Oh man. But Problem. it's like I've been sitting with a calculator going, choose Dave wins, Dave first, Dave Friday, and apparently you can just click it on and be like, add this up for me, pal. And then Microsoft's like, you got it. We clippy swings in. Hiya, did you mean this? But anyway, beautiful intro, Kenny. Beautiful intro. Oh, sorry, Very descriptive on your pissing. Uh, pissing participants <laughs> pissing participants <laughs> anyway Elliot oh, hello, oh, hello. hello 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 troops I'm coming you I'm coming to you straight from my bed <laughs> oh but um, the bass music anyway straight to you it's gonna this is gonna be funny this one I can all tell already your, all over your ears <laughs> all right and then Dale Deal with no face. What's happening, guys? I'm trying to save my bandwidth here. I've got a terrible internet connection. Um, I'm just sipping on some fine Cuba Libres, which is a really fancy way of saying rum and cola. I got gifted a fine bottle of Sailor Jerry off our good friend Kenny for my birthday. So I'm going well, to sponsored by Sailor Jerry. Probably done that. You're nice, welcome. nice. And then myself, Danny. Um, I'm also. Beaming, I'll not say coming, I'm beaming from my um, my other room. So, hello. One um, of his spare rooms, he's got nine. Yes, my two-bedroom flat has nine spare rooms. <laughs> 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 but yeah, okay. So, again, for anybody who's joining us for the first time, and I will reiterate that, obviously, these just get better with time. Uh, but go back to the beginning and see where it all started. But this is episode four, um, and the way that we operate as... We're all hosts here. We're all we're all even even on the keel. Um, so we just take turns coming up with topics, asking some questions, really trying to root down, try and try and find the answers, really, um, and then get lost along the way and talk about like benefits and shit. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, so this this month we're very excited because we're bringing back um, 
Dale as the host, and Dale doesn't mess around. So Dale, take us through what we'll be talking about this evening. Well, hello, my name's Dale. I'm going to be your host, your anchor, your entertainer, your manager, your moderator, your owner, your presenter, your MC, your innkeeper, your, your owner, your anchor, your personal <laughs> yes. act. That's where I am today. I'm mm. the host with the most. So be prepared. Get your ear pussies at the ready. <laughs> this is going to be yeah, all about cancel culture. Cancelled is to dismiss something or someone or to reject an individual or idea. And I'm going to kick off the first question straight off the bat with what does cancel culture mean to you? And this is going straight to Mr. Danny. Hoorah! Cancel culture. It's a dicey one. It's a very dicey one. Um, to me, there's there's two sides to it. Cancel culture and what it means. Um, first of all, the I may be giving giving away my my opinion a bit too early here, but um, there's some parts of cancel culture. Although I hate the term and I hate the storm that can come with it. Um, it's to me, it's a shutting down of um, can be some hateful uh, points of view, which in any traditional setting wouldn't really get very far. But we're in the 21st century, um, where someone's opinion can travel across the globe in an instant, um, going unchecked. So, um, for that point of view, it can be the reaction um, to that, where. I think it can be justified, but where you have an extreme point of view on some topics, you'll get an extreme reaction to that. Um, and to me, one half of this whole conversation just attracts extreme views on both sides. Um, and I think that inability to be able to meet in a middle ground and try and form some form of understanding and um, just try and improve everyone's knowledge on any particular topic um, seems to just get lost in the world of social media and things like that it's just you you draw your line you fight you pick your camp and then you fight um to the help for it so that's one half of it the other half which i'm not a particular fan of is the i guess it's the loaded um meanings of the words you know so it, I know we joked about the idea of triggered or even the word cancel culture. Um, it's the labels that are attached to these things now that I guess um, probably make us all nervous because, you know, you, we all try and walk a line we think's right, whether it is or not. We just do our best. Um, um, but you know what I mean? It's like you you can be um, you can be labelled um, or cancelled or whatever it may be because someone disagrees with you it might not necessarily actually be that much of a hot topic but because of that terminology um, it, it quickly can gain a lot of traction where something might be completely blown out of proportion um but yeah i'm, I'm just going to leave it at that at the moment i don't what think I, your question. <laughs> what kind of terminology are we talking about here well uh, I guess it's a bit of a spider's web, really. So, I, you know, I mentioned before things like triggered or, um, you know, you joke about the, the Karens of the world. Um, and just it's all these, for me, all these things which tar 
a load of people um, with a broad uh, brush, and it's just, you know, like I don't, I don't necessarily agree with doing that generally on any camp. You know, it's um, when we talk about stereotypes and things, it gets gets on my goat, guys. It gets on my goat. Um, people just can be very, it's very easy to fall into a trap of when they talk about an individual or collection of collection of individuals that they've ex, um, come across or experienced um, or had an experience with. Suddenly, everyone in uh, that bracket acts that way and stuff, and it's I just don't agree with that at all. Um, there's some horrible people out there from every walk of life. Uh, doesn't mean that they're all horrible people. Do you know, think that some of these groups, well, groups of individuals or certain amount of people or uh, things like that, they bring some of this heat or even some of this kind of culture upon themselves? Um, well, it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier is there's always going to be extreme views in every, when you think about people in the globe, you know, people will pick a side and there's going to be an extreme view of that. Um, it's always these extreme views that you tend to see getting the publicity. Um, I don't deny that they exist, but I mean, I I always like to think of this when we talk about the independence referendum for Scotland, is you've got people that are for it, people for it against it, but then you've got the people that are extremely for it who are standing at the border of Scotland um, during this COVID lockdown, trying to uh, tell people from England not to cross the border. That's that's the extreme. Or you've got um, the Union Jack people uh, flying the flag and starting riots in George Square, even though they won. Um, but it's, again, it's that's like the when the, when an extreme view becomes the norm, though. So my best example could be quite a touchy one. Um, it's the whole sex thing. So it's like you can choose. People can choose their sex and they will clearly just completely ignore the biological evidence that you are a man or you are a woman. Mm. And that is when they'll start forcing this upon even society, start to see it like with unisex toilets and things like that. Is that to a point where we'd accept an extremist view? Or do you think that's right? See, see that's that. It's a tough one. That, this is what I find tough about because I know my feelings on it with your voice in a second. But you know, there was if you were in America in the fifties, um, you might have been considered having an extremist view because you thought uh, black people should have got equal rights. Um, fair enough. I know you meant that. Really, kind of still struggling with that now and over there and other parts of the world. But you know, it's like at the time, the majority of society didn't think there was an issue and here were some extreme uh, people um, campaigning and things like that. So when you look back in history, where we're at a point now, we look back and go, they were on the right um, they were on the right side, side of history, although they were the minority and that view that might have been deemed extreme at the time is now the mainstream now. You know, choosing uh, the whole kind of gender debate um, with things is, I'm to be honest, I'm kind of of the opinion is, as long as we're not doing harm to others, people should be able to just chill out and do what the fuck they want. You know, be what you want to be. Like I, I have no issue with that at all. Um, 
and there's other people that are absolutely up in arms and they'll they'll have their concerns um, for why they believe it shouldn't be allowed but you know I'm, I'm, I'm always just trying to put myself in check because there was a there was a point in time where I didn't really understand the conversation at all um, and I was dead against it very early on um, not for long admittedly but you know it's like it's almost like the knee-jerk reaction you know that like, oh I could just claim I'll be a tat I could be a car and I'll just drink petrol and see what happens you know it's there's it's when you just <laughs> and it's, it's, people do. I remember it. making that joke at the time and thinking I was very clever. But um, <laughs> I mean, you, when you start to try, like I'm, I'm always trying to bear myself, and this is why I enjoy this debate um, and this podcast that we do, is I'm always trying to understand understand the argument that is on the opposite side. I'm always trying to learn where the other person's coming from and by doing that and listening to different podcasts and TED talks and reading things like that is you know it's not the extreme cases are the ones that you hear about where people are demanding um, and being upset um, and kicking off and want people fired for the job because they haven't identified in a person correctly and things like that do you know what though that's not every person um within that camp that's somebody who's just happens to be um changing their gender who's on a power trip do you know what i mean it's like so i but that's the ones you hear about and that's where people kind of get really up in arms like how dare they the majority of people i'm sure would feel especially after going through transition would probably feel a bit uneasy and uncomfortable and um especially at this time in society where it's not fully accepted. I would be very surprised if somebody would just snap at me if um, we used, say, the incorrect pronoun or how they like to be addressed. But a normal, well-balanced human being would likely just be turn around and say, actually, do you mind call me by this? Or I would prefer this. And if you then go, well, do you know what? A reasonable person's come up to me and said, do you mind calling me this? And you're now going, fuck that then do you know what? Probably you're the person that's the problem there. If if they've been fair and, you know, you're given the opportunity to just be, like, I would say is, like, I prefer to be called Danny, not Daniel. So somebody goes, oh, Danny, nice to meet you. Is it, oh, would you prefer Daniel or Danny? And I say, Danny. I was like, oh, nice to meet you, Daniel. I'm like, oh, you're a dick. You know, straight off the bat. Is like, I've just told you what I prefer to be called and you've chosen not to. So you're a dick. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's... I get it. Just that, uh, yeah, that's 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 how I feel. I think uh, just just on that topic of the whole the whole sex thing, I think you know the people that are extreme that do force like, oh, you should call me this. Now I'm not getting stepped on anyone's toes. I hope I don't anyway. But anyway, let's see. I've seen videos and it's like people that are in like shops and they're dealing with. So it's the customer and it's the the person behind the till that's dealing with them and the person behind the till is like oh sir 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 and it's not like and the, obviously it's a guy that's tra- it's transgender into a woman and it's it's, it's it's by mistake the guy's like it's obviously by nerves and everything like that but the guy who's like or the woman who's transgender he's going mental like absolutely mentally he's like step outside i'm gonna knock you the fuck out and everything like that it's like oh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and this guy's just been apologetic you can see that he's just nervous and everything like that so yeah. the like you said, so who, there is. Who's, there who's, is a, who, yes, who's, who's the, the wrong, wrong person in that? In that? 
Yeah. We, I mean, any sensible person would go, oh well, it's it's the person attacking um, the store worker because mm. they've used the wrong pronoun. All that I've taken is actually I prefer be called such and such. Oh, no problem at all, ma'am. Whatever it may be, do you yeah. know? It's like there's. I know it sounds silly and it sounds so, is but there's there's well, a sensible conversation to be had, but it's like everything at the moment is that's boring when it comes to the news. Who wants to see? Oh, you should see this video where um, <laughs> a transgender um, woman is getting served, and then the store person goes, "Sir," and she goes, "Actually, I prefer to be called ma'am." Oh, sorry, ma'am. End of video. That uh, wouldn't go like, viral. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like. <laughs> It's like, so, so you're seeing the extreme reaction to something um, and it's juicy and it gets people all fired up because it's like, how dare you attack that person who's being polite and that I'm, I'm getting forced views upon me and mm-hmm. things like that. And, okay. it, it, it irks me. Yeah, because it, it just it fuels where people should be coming to a centre point of understanding. It just fuels a greater divide, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well... Elliot, what does cancel culture mean to you? Cancel culture? Well, you know, I was saying to Kenny earlier that I'm I'm not a person that really focuses on it. Like I'm not I'm just a guy that sits back on the sidelines and just and sees it and I don't really take an opinion of it. Like if people's views are like that, then people's views are like that. I know what I what my beliefs are and I believe that what I, my views are is on the right path like i believe that everybody's equal everything that everybody can say what they want to say as long as what you're saying isn't the intention of you know like hurting somebody or offending somebody like if it's by mistake then it's by mistake and everything that so like all these things that like that you that have beat that are out there already and everybody's like no take that down take that down take that away you know what like why is keep it out there and it's a lesson learned thing you know, so that's that's my view on it. I know it's very that was a very very short version, but that is my my view on it. Well, but what do you think about so like what we were just talking about the gender issue? It was a case of like there's a large group of people out there who will just blatantly ignore the science. It's clear yes. facts, and it's obviously there's clear facts that you either are a man or a woman, and they can come out and say. Nah, I'm 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 definitely going to be a girl today, even though they are now. And that is just you're supposed to just clearly accept that, and that's okay. Do you still think that's all right? So do you not think it's going to get to the point where it's going to start pushing into other areas where we're going to start saying, I don't know, making things up, and we're just going to have to accept them because we're very very scared of offending a large portion of society. Do you not think that's where we're going to get to? But before I say anything, I'm going to let Danny Danny speak up because I can see him raising his hand. So with that whole thing, like I'm saying, it depends on how extreme that person's view is. Like, so I mean, I mean, I know people are are like, oh, I'm today I'm gender gender neutral. I'm nothing. Well, technically, like like you saying, Dale, if you're looking at the scientific facts, well, you clearly are you clearly are a gender but then that person's minds like this is what it comes down to individuality of people and how they're like mental health not saying that these people have mental disorders but where they are thinking how they think it's completely different to how we think and i think it's it, 
everybody needs to understand just how the other person thinks and everything like that. So for me, if I sit, if I went up to somebody, if I went to a guy and he wanted to be a girl today, and I called him a guy, and he was like, "No, I want to be a girl," and I was like, "Oh, I'm so," I would be very polite about it. Be, oh, I'm so sorry. And then if he attacked me, you know what? Then I'm going to be like, "You're not worth my time. I'm walking away. And that's it." That's fair enough, Danny. Yeah, um, just a wee bit. I was going. I was going to add, and this, for me, this was kind of the first part of my understanding of when I was looking into this, is there's a bit of confusion between when people talk about their biological sex and their gender. So, biological sex, you're born male or you're born female. That. And that's the science that we're talking about. You know, you're an X chromosome, you're a Y chromosome. There's no in between, but that's sex. The interesting thing, this is where this kind of opened my eyes a bit. The interesting thing about gender and where this conversation is actually aimed at, although for some reason it always is steered into the, you're born one thing um, and that's just what you are. The whole idea with the gender is how, as a society, we are completely shaped by one or the other, obviously, because for a long time um, we've only really kind of known one or the other. But it's what's surprising about it is, you know, the simple things is if you're a baby boy, you wear blue. If, if you're a girl, you wear pink. When you're growing up, you're raised. What tends to be the case is boys children babies are treated a bit more roughly you know it's all about ruffle rough and tumble while when girls are growing up they're a, they're treated like they're a bit more delicate and things like that and it completely shapes their experience um and what's available to them throughout society and that's that part of the conversation is the crucial one because actually that part of it is just a completely like we've made that up like that is just a societal thing that um, everyone's come to an agreement that that is what it is. So when we're talking about gender and be and that experience, it's not to do with um, the signs of X and Y chromosomes. It's to do with how as society we approach things, and that's where when they're talking about people not identifying as one or the other and all that sort of stuff, that's where the conversation is. That's what they're talking about. Um, and what also tends to be these is a lot of the cases, not all, but a lot of the cases, it tends to be someone is trying making the transition from one to the other. Very rarely, so when they're talking about I don't identify any or I'm male or female, that's in terms of how society treats them and that's a sexuality thing. It's not they're not making the argument of what's biological unless they are doing um, a transition. So there's the it's very rare that people kind of go, I'm this one day, I'm this the other. And that whole, the risk of it swapping between is likely to be taken by someone who isn't actually transgender or isn't someone who's want to make a journey. It's someone who wants to take advantage of a, a societal law or the, a new mm-hmm. system that's in place, which if we governed our society based on the worst case scenario of somebody taking advantage of something, laws would be completely different from what they are now. It's always based on the minority taking advantage of the system and committing a crime, not the majority. 
that's all I've got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a fair point. I like that. I really like that. Uh, Kenny, what does cancel culture yeah. mean to you? So <clears throat> I think <clears throat> that maybe you can get easily confused between the terms cancel culture and then just discrimination because I feel like what we've been talking about up until this point is discrimination where cancel culture involves some form of um, an, uh, an organisation or that involves the uh, that impacts a lot of people or an individual that impacts a lot of people i.e. a celebrity or something like that so cancel culture usually involves like um, there's third parties that are involved with someone who did something that, that the majority of society deems as inappropriate so that third party disassociates with that individual is that not what cancel culture is rather than just um, talking about discrimination if you know what I mean when we were talking about the like transgender issue and things like that because most of the time I do believe it does come for those kind of kind of areas and camps. Yeah. So I mean I'll go for I'll I'll just answer the initial what does cancel culture mean to me? I I, I wanted to say but before all of this before all the conversation that we had which I obviously I, I believe it's an important uh, conversation and it definitely uh, intertwines what we're talking about uh, with cancel culture but um I feel like the concept of cancel culture where uh, let's just say an organization or or whatever wants to disassociate from someone that did the bad thing the bad thing it's whether that whether um whatever viewpoint that that organization wants to go along with that they that they say like oh we agree that this is a bad thing but i don't want to associate with this guy anymore or or with this person anymore i feel like there can be this collateral damage that is unnecessary um a lot of the time and it can actually just damage something that um i I guess just didn't deserve to be to be damaged and there were so many other people that were involved in the work that was created or the the message that they were trying to get across and just because this one person screwed it up that is then ripped away and that's like one example but otherwise See if um, society's got to a point where it's taken on as on a wide scale enough viewpoints to understand that maybe there was something that shouldn't have been out there because it was offending all these people that didn't used to have a voice. Because we understand that like time moves forward and things change and all that. Like Danny was saying like earlier about um it would be normal to have like a really racist standpoint towards black people or something so obviously that should that we know now that that is absolutely ridiculous and should never be a thing so it's one of those things where there's times where it totally is necessary to completely cancel something and go like nah this is like we realize now that this is just hurting a lot of people and then there's other times where it's like uh, it's just maybe something's went a bit overboard where one individual that was part of a bigger picture and that bigger picture doesn't need to be tarnished by that one individual which I think Danny kind of almost you kind of said that in in within your points so that Uh, was you you just said it more succinctly Kenny (laughs) oh nice (laughs) I appreciate it 
Um, as far as the like transgender thing, so Dale, you were talking about the situation with toilets and that. I understand, like, so if we're gonna, if we just focus on the toilet thing, like, I understand, like, <laughs> the issue or whatever. Um, and then if we, and then if we take something from one of uh, Danny's points about it's how society chooses to act upon it. See, rather than going, nah, you don't get to have your like this situation. You have to just deal with look, look uh, down, decide what you've got between your legs, and go to the toilet that is associated with that genitalia. You could just go. Here's a guy's toilet that only guys go in. Here's a girl's toilet that only girls go in, or whatever. Straight girls, and then you could just have this other toilet. <laughs> It's like go in here if you're just fucking on this on that colorful spectrum. You can be. I just feel like people, if they feel, I, I totally agree with the. You should be able to be and do and feel as you will, um, and you don't have to like you being able to do that. It doesn't have that doesn't involve Joe Joe Blogs understanding it. Or being on board with it, because you can still, as long as we're in a society that where you're able to, to be like that, then that that's really the important thing. And if we just shape a society where it's like, well, do you know what? If you if that's if that's and I understand a lot of the time that's it's not choice. Like I'm not going to sit here and say sexuality is a choice. I know it wasn't for me, um, or sexuality or gender, because I know it's not the same thing. Um, just have a society where it's like it's all good. Like just whatever you want. So there you go. Hopefully I've covered what, what you were asking. I'm feeling that. I think um, going back to your like we were talking about race and how you were talking about how obviously it's been accepted now. It's like, right, oh, that shit that happened before is not cool. Definitely not cool. We should never like bring that back up and start it all over again. But is it wrong to create comedy and jokes about it Plenty of people that I admire have said, have put it in ways that um, that I understand. Um, subject matter is always open for comedy because comedy is just about um, taking a, a really interesting viewpoint on something that you go, oh my God, I didn't realise that. That's so funny. Like, Or just playing on words or whatever sort of situation I think Ricky Gervais put one a point across about um, a joke about rape right so rape's a horrible subject and I wish I could remember the um, the sort of subject of the joke but it was like I think he said something like, I think there's been a rape upstairs or something like that and there's, it was a punchline to something, right? And it's just, the joke was funny because of the punchline in relation to the, the rest of the story. But it, there's no, in no part of that joke is there, is there the sort of suggestion that someone getting raped is funny. So you can, you can, you can make so many jokes about racism that, that um, would be funny without um, clearly coming across like, oh, I'm just racist. That would be so easy to, to create loads of jokes about yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I think you can make you can make a joke about anything. That Daniel Sloss guy made the Scottish comedian Daniel Sloss making loads of jokes about his 
wee sister who died and she was she had cerebral palsy. He made so many laughs about that situation. And he's, his point was, they're not asking you to say, don't do that. You can't do that. Like, let them have their, let them have fun with it. Like, yeah. Aye, that's what it was meaning. I was trying to say, like, I, I don't think there should ever be a point where you can't talk about it. It's like an unspoken thing. There definitely nah. should be a, no. a way of creating a laugh about it and still being able to yeah. put a bit of a, not just coming out and being like, I'm a racist, now what you laugh yeah. at because that would result, yeah, and that would result in a lack of education. Then, if we were to just say, "Don't talk about anything ever." Aye, aye, exactly. Uh, Danny, you have courteously raised your hand. I know. I'm learning. I'm becoming a more rounded individual. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that's lies. Um, yeah. So two things I want to touch on. First thing was when we were talking about the whole bathroom toilet toilet bathroom the public bathrooms you know you walk in and there's a shower and a fucking bath next to you and stuff just in case you want to slap on a wee bit of the shower gel um but the public no, shitter the public sh- the, <laughs> l- no make public shitter <laughs> make it sound classy man come on just put a french spin on it um but no i've, I've do you know i understand i well i mean i still do completely understand the fear that some people have around um toilets and male and female toilets however i was i think it was last year i I was in glasgow college for a course um and they've got complete like they've got essentially unisex toilets and it just blew my mind how well and how simple it was done where essentially rather than obviously walking into the male or the penis bathroom, as I'm going to call it from now on, right? <laughs> so the penis toilet, you walk into the penis toilet <laughs> and then there's a couple of urinals, a couple of stalls, and you do your thing. Or um, the vagina um, bathroom just next door, toilet, Christ, I need, right. The vagina toilet, right, which is next door. No, that's that's part of the vagina. Oh, wait, no, so the vagina. No, 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 no. Bro, do you know what? Do you, Anyway, let's. This isn't the sex ed podcast. <laughs> it will back yet? off. <laughs> um, thank you very much. Um, rather than having like the two separate rooms, essentially, the when I went into the college, it was a corridor. Um, you walked in, and then on your left hand side, there was essentially all I could describe as what you would typically expect from a disabled um, toilet, but just twelve of them. So essentially, there was a door. You went in that door. It was a little self-contained space with a toilet, a sink, and a hand dryer. And that was it. But there was 12 of them. So when you're waiting outside to go to the bathroom, toilet, fuck. <laughs> you're so toilet. American, Danny. So USA. Go in the bath, by the bathroom, <laughs> um, where there's no bath. Um, <laughs> so there was that see that just being the standard and for everything that we create going forward that that is just the acceptable standard then to me i don't see i I think this becomes a bit of a moot point is the whole um penis bathroom and vagina slash vulva bathroom is i mean yeah man there's so many parts to have a vagina and vulva i mean what do you call it i mean the penis is like the penis 
the fun box. The fun box. So the fun box bathroom and the penis bathroom. Um, like that whole idea, I think, it just the whole idea of that being phased out is brilliant because I'll tell you for one thing why is seeing like um typically the penis bathroom you walk in usually there's two stalls three urinals if it's no the trough um and if it's a trough you have to get right close in person with a lot of guys just like standing there with your dick out um yeah you can't beat a trough i mean do you know what for convenience uh, speed it's great but see when you're at the pub and it's really crowded and everyone's just like shoulder to shoulder just pretending that they're all just staring into space in front of them see when you think about that it's a bit weird you know it's like yeah you see from a building standards point of view the minimal provision of toilets is um i can't remember what the percentage is when you're working out a space but basically for every female of that percentage they get their own stall a guy uh, gets half the stalls because we can put a trough in this like a meter and a half yeah. long it's like right. what, are you, what are you talking about guys there's a metal there's a there's a bit of metal that you can just piss into and we'll, we'll chuck some urinal cubes in there and it'll be grand <laughs> and the majority of people will miss <laughs> all the fucking time um and see the possibility of getting rid of that brilliant a real like brilliant because see the majority of times when you do you want to take a shit and you can't take a shit in a urinal. It's just not acceptable. Just, uh, on that point, is anyone shit in a urinal? On, the first... <laughs> on that point. No, man. That's a South um, Park thing, isn't it? No one's shit in a urinal. No, you're no, about I, to tell us you've shat in a urinal. I have never been bold no, I definitely, I haven't. It's one thing I haven't done. Imagine what the bucket list. Like I was like, it, the, it was like halfway through coming out and you just straight up red-handed caught the guy. <laughs> and he was huh? like bold his breath about it. He was like, hey, what what you got to do about it? Like, <laughs> Wipes his arse with the urinal kit. Was, was that in Cape and Stirling by any chance? Because I always remember that those bathrooms were just, that was just a war zone for day I've one. I've seen Horrible. multiple things in the trough in Cape. Why is it always Cape? Is it always Cape? Danny, Yo. Danny. Did you explain the epic bathroom from Glasgow? So I just wanted to touch on the bathroom subject as well. Yeah, I mean the bathroom subject. Is so, so I'm I'm with Danny, right? So we've been in the guys' toilets. Guys' toilets are fucking disgusting. I don't know what it is about us, but I, not me personally. I'm a I'm quite I think like to think of myself I'm quite a hygienic person. Hold on, if it's in if it's in a pub and it's like fucking disgusting, then I won't give a shit because it's already in a mess. However, if I'm <laughs> oh, in, yeah, yeah. however, yeah. if I'm in like if I'm in like my mate's house, if I'm at a house party and I'm pissed and I know I'm gonna miss, I'll sit down and piss. Do you ever play the contest like when you start pissing, you start walking backwards and see how far you can actually piss? Oh, I. <laughs> I've done that. Everyone's done that. <laughs> right, moving on to question two, boys. Everyone has the right to the freedom of expression. However, is this really the case when so many things nowadays are censored? Yeah. So, I would say the question almost answers itself in, in the way that there is, there's only, in, in today's society, I reckon that I might, maybe I lean a wee bit more towards Dale in the sense that 
I think in today's society, freedom of speech is, has almost went full circle in a way where it's only freedom of speech if it um, if it coincides with what um, the majority of society sees as right. And I guess that can be a problem. I don't. I just feel like I. I just think as human beings, we're in such a unique scenario where we, where we can deal with these matters and we can talk about them. I think it's just one of those things that it's like you're always going to get dickheads. Always, man. Mm. You're just in life. You're just always going to get people that are going to cross that line between like plain obvious right and wrong, and we all know that there is just plain obvious right and wrong and the best part about it is it's so much less black and white than what people make out where they say like right right and wrong is this don't ever hurt anyone that's not that isn't the case so obviously there's times where hurting someone might be the best thing to do to them at that time like hurting someone at like tough love or whatever or um, someone does something bad enough that they deserve to be hurt for that in order to feel what what it is to understand the wrong that they've done. So it's so. I think we are living in a society where it's trying to please everybody, so it gets softer and softer and softer until it becomes this wee delicate bubble that will pop. I do, I do think that that's a problem. You have to human beings have got this tendency to believe that they should go through life unscathed and they should never be hurt or challenged and they should feel safe at all times and that's just classic human beings of our time you're just like life should be really really easy for me I just don't think that's the case just if things hurt you understand why they hurt you and be try and be better I don't even know if that answers the question man it's no, such a I, tough one. No, I, I honestly, I totally get what you're saying because I do think that is a modern issue. Than I think that how think about how comfortable life's became, even in the last twenty years. Yeah. How we've even old. You know what I mean? We're like in our twenties, and how yeah. comfortable is life compared to what it would have been a hundred years ago? Oh, massively. Yeah. This is this is death definitely 100% the problem it really is this is the issue because everybody's like creating their own world around them because it's so easy to tailor everything around you and it's so easy to get as Danny put it triggered at something that you don't quite like and then it's so easy to voice that opinion as well and broadcast it over so many other different areas to then get mass exposure and mass likes and upvotes and things like that which pretty much broadcast it to even more people which then just creates this snowball I don't know pure it, yeah so it might be the fact that we live in a society that um, a modern society that it's far too easy to be distracted from what your basic needs are so it's a constant a constant worrying about I think the term offended is that is like what Elliot put about like you can't you can't put chuck tv on and go absolutely mental every time you get offended it's just another example of i should go through life unscathed i should never be hurt my feelings should never be hurt whereas like way back in your way back in the day really some simpler times 
Um, the only thing that would trigger you was I'm absolutely starving or fight or flight or, do you know, I mean, these things, gen- genuine survival instincts. Nowadays, we've got none of that. So it's like, oh, I'm just going to get upset when someone says something that, like, offends the way I like to dress. Like, fuck off. You know, you definitely need to get a, a wee bit of a grip of yourself. I, under- I totally understand that. The, the world is too soft. But that's, I think that's another thing when it comes down to the individual, right? It, why should you care about somebody else's opinion that you have no fucking idea who that person is? Yeah. See, yeah. to me, to me, to me, my, to me, anything external, I don't give a shit. To me, my, t- yeah. the people that affect me and what I view and and what I appreciate, it's the, it's my friends and my it's my friends and my family it's you guys it's what your opinions are like towards me kind of thing that's what is important yeah. so and then fucking Joe blog down the fucking road oh I don't like your haircut well I don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah you know I just who are you I don't care so I think people need to learn this whole social media to turn off just turn off yeah to no yeah so like whatever it is that you feel inside the journey that you're on who you are what, or what you're trying to be when you turn something what, when you turn whatever device on and you see something that says something else like we hate you or don't be that or something doesn't coincide with what with the journey that you're on or who you're trying to be or what you're doing you don't have to get pissed off about it because you can just continue to live your life and just do what it is that you want to do and it, like I guess it's one of those conversations that it it only really matters if we're chatting about people and their feelings. At, at the end of the day, how important is that in the grand scheme of the universe? This is true. Mr. Danny Mooney, you seem very deep in thought. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so shallow, it hurts. Um, no. Repeated, you're quite happy just to go straight off the bat. Um, let's go straight off the bat and see how lost I get. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, happened, I, I keep every time we talk about these things, the voice, the voice in the back of my head is always trying to balance up what might seem right at the time. Will it be? Is it actually the right thing, or are we just conditioned? And do you know, I'm, when we're talking about these things where people whether it's outrage or whether it's people that are genuinely affected by these issues it doesn't affect us let's be honest like mm. a lot of what we've talked about doesn't affect us so for us to stand here and be do you know what folk, folk just need to fucking accept that life's a bit shit at times and it isn't a fucking cushy um Egyptian cotton dream bed that we were all hoping it would be. Like, I accept that to a point, but the fact that it's one thing to individually get kind of offended by something and stuff, and you know, and everyone's got a spectrum and a point of view, and that I, I, I accept that, and I think that's kind of hard to mitigate. But when we talk about these issues and people getting triggered or whatever it may be I mean what popped into my head when Kenny and Elliot were talking is I'm going to just twist a couple of scenarios where it would affect us right so 
let's say that Scottish people were persecuted systematically across the globe, right? I mean, yeah. Scottish people would somehow that they would just know that we were Scottish, um, even though they wear the same skin colour. Maybe we were just all wearing tammy hats, um, but we would get pulled over, um, you know, like without cause. Shot. I understand what you're saying. I... Do you know what I mean? It's like, and if we, if 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 on the telly, the constant butt of the joke is Scottish people, and you know, it's like we, if we are the target of humour constantly from other sources, like I'd, I mean, everyone's entitled to laugh at themselves. Do you know, like that? I take great pride in taking the piss at myself, and because I have the ego of a sparrow, and and then by saying that, I've completely contradicted that point. Um, but <laughs> do you know? I just, I just feel that it's so easy for us to say these things once again because it doesn't touch us. Um, and I'm sure we would have a very different opinion um, if the things that were going on in the world today did directly affect us. I'm sure we would have very strong opinions, and I know we do have strong opinions on some things um, that do affect us. Do you know? So, ah, I just. Yeah, what was the question? <laughs> freedom of speech. And stuff. Freedom of speech. Thank you. Aye. So the whole idea of freedom of speech is the idea that we need to accept everything as a blanket. I don't think that's never been the case. You know, it's like today, just kind of the. I feel the narrative that we all talk about is is all of a sudden locking down and before recent times anyone can say what the fuck they want without consequences that's never been true it's just that mm-hmm. now that when an individual in on social media and i see this and this is the same thing i want to say in terms of social media like i completely disconnected from it more than a year ago apart from instagram because i like pretty pictures but everything else you know the whole way that social media is set up is to find like-minded individuals and connect them to you. So whether that's groups or discussion boards on Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, showing you tweets that you might like based on what you like and retweet, all this sort of stuff, it just creates echo chambers of the same opinion. But these people could be thousands of miles apart. So traditionally, where you might have the one in 500 person that's maybe has been outraged by a certain thing well that's on on conventional terms one 500 people that voice is never going to be heard therefore you know is they're more and traditionally they're more entitled to be outraged but who are they going to tell their 15 20 pals and it might get a bit further but it never really affects society as a whole however the voice that's given to people on social media is you have Anyone can be outraged about anything, whether it's a social cause or whether it's the fact that Baby Yoda ate some eggs on The Mandalorian. Got his Got his nugs, man. Um, and people have complained about that. And, you know, so it's like, but these people find each other because the internet is geared to allow people to find each other, which mm-hmm. it was based on the premise that here, make some friends. And it's just the dark side of that. You know, it's, it's found people that are just drawn to negativity on things. Now, the difficult the difficulty in this is, well, actually, do those people have a point? Or 
should they be completely dismissed? And that's society's job to decide. Now, if society shifts where a minority is given a, ma- a much bigger out of proportion voice, but then it is made law by a government. Well, that government's been voted in by a majority to represent the population. So if the government votes in legislation based on a minority, well, that's the way that democracy works. It's a new way of democracy because it's a loud voice that's shouting. But let's be honest, we all know a loud voice that gets the most attention versus the quiet voice in the corner. You know, like people can scream and shout all they want, but it's governments and it's policies that make change. So if they've done that, then ultimately it's democracy at work. One hundred percent. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna chip in here. I see you, Elliot's hand being raised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He digitally do, raised his hand. I did, I did digitally do raise it. Skills. Do you think that possibly the media has a big part of this? So like you know how you're saying about Baby Yoda eating those eggs. How <laughs> many? How many? How many actual people complained about that? You know what I mean? Well, because that's so ridiculous. The media have went, oh, that's a really good thing to to put out there because people are going to be like, who the fuck's talking? Like who? What? Why? You know that I'll kind get, of I'll thing. Get, here, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a more specific yeah, example of yeah, this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolute more specific example because I can't believe this made the headlines. And so. Um, I don't know if you guys are fans of the Bake Off, naturally, because I'm nearly 30. Of course I'm a fan of the Bake Off, right? <laughs> so, um, spoilers, but uh, Big Peter from Scotland won the Bake Off. Um, me and my missus aren't a fan of Peter. Um, I realise that some people are, and this might be a bit contentious. But So he won the Bake Off, and there's a petition going round at Edinburgh Uni to rename one of the towers in Edinburgh Uni, Edinburgh Uni, um, to be called Pete's Tower, right? <laughs> so, I rule number one. I rule number two. That petition has 123 signatures. Now, I honestly believe that I could, for the same tower, get 123 uh, signatures for naming it the Big Shitey Tower. I could yeah. probably get more, actually. I'm, I'm pretty confident I could get more. How has that made the papers? 123 signatures. I mean, I could just... I've got more followers on Instagram than that, and I don't have a lot of followers. You know what I mean? It's like that's where the media is is inflating some like that would never have traditionally even come into consciousness for me. I would never even known about that. That had been such a niche thing, but the media latched onto it and given it publicity. And it might actually happen now because the media have latched onto it. More people are aware of it. More people are mean like, oh, that Peter wasn't an arrogant bastard. I quite liked him. You're all wrong. However, they might, well, I'll, I'll sign it. And then that might yeah. just happen. So that's, the total. I completely agree, that's the total flip side of what I've just said where democracy is in action. Because actually, there's a minority subject got more exposure than it probably should have. But then a large proportion of people might latch onto that and make mm-hmm. that change. And out of all those 123 people, how many people do you think just signed up saying, here, that'll be some laugh? <laughs> oh, it's Boaty McBoatface all over again, man. Mind that. Find Boaty McBoatface. And they went, nah, that's silly. We're, we're not calling it that. 
That was legendary. 20,000 signatures or whatever it was they got in the like, <laughs> Sorry, lads. No. <laughs> so, we've now to, to throw the question right back round to Mr. Daily C. Freedom expression is done. It's fucking gone, mate. Seen today's today's standards, it's fucking gone. You can't say anything. I'm triggered. (laughs) (laughs) Just for this this conversation that the four years are having, you were already saying, no, that that something shouldn't be allowed. You were already drawing guidelines on that. And that's wrong. That's that's it in a nutshell. It really is. You sat there and said, a person shouldn't be allowed to draw a picture of something. And agreeably... It was something that was absolutely horrific. But at the end of the day, you should be allowed to do it because that is them expressing themselves. Didn't Did I that... say that? Cause... No, I, I didn't say that either. I, said... I didn't say that. So that, I mean, I was going to say we were maybe split somewhere on the spectrum 50-50 because I leaned a wee bit more towards you and I know that Danny and um, well... Elliot leaned a wee bit more the other way. But is it like... Anybody it doesn't matter whether you're allowed to do something or no anyway, because the possibility is that you can do it. And no. It's just whether society will accept it. But I, I was like, I feel like the question that you raised for me personally was unanswered. Like, I'm, I think I lean more towards you on that. Like, uh, I did, I did throw a blanket term over there. I, I forgot that you kind of went went with me there, Kenny. But when we were talking about the whole Apologies. painting thing. Danny and Elliot drew a line in the sand and said that wasn't allowed. And uh, that just goes to show you in this, in this four-person conversation, there is already a, a line drawn, which is ah, pretty horrible. So I I, I do think it's, it is gone. Da- Danny is raising his hand, so I'm going to let him interject here. Just, it was a time thing. To be clear, what I said was, I don't believe anyone should be stopped from creating anything. But once they put it in the public sphere, it should be up to public scrutiny and society's values and how that's judged. I know, but then Nah, I'm still I'm still but that's but that's the same with everything <laughs> though. Whether whether you agree with it or not, anything that you create, this podcast is put on the public right. sphere and right. therefore we can't control the reaction of the five listeners that we might get on this. <laughs> <laughs> it, it should they matter about the judgment. This is the whole thing, like Sometimes you've just kind of got to stand up and what you believe in, and right. you do have to say it sometimes. And that is that is like the arts in a nutshell as well. You you can paint, you can say, you can do what you want, but you can't do that in today's society. You can't sit there and do that anymore. I think the music's definitely not the same. Um, I don't know enough about art to comment, but mm. definitely oh. not the difference. Do you not think, sorry, well, let's take music then, because we all listen to music. You know, music's an amazing thing because there's so many genres and sub-genres and there's so much scope. Um, But, I mean, like, I mean, I remember somebody that I used to work with sent me a, um, gave me a USB, I was like, oh, this music's really cool. And they've taken the sound from, like, um, like live surgeries and mixed it into their songs. I'm like, all right. I'm not going to listen to that. Cheers, though. Because um, for me, I'm like, no, it's not my thing. Because that's exactly what I was saying. Somebody has every right to create it. 
but then it's allowed, as is everything, will have a judgment on either a person or a group of people whether they deem that acceptable or not. Like that, that is that is that is and has always been the way things. Whether, as I said, the only to me the only thing that has changed recently is that minorities have a louder voice because of social media and actually that's maybe a bit of a positive it has its negative connotations in some things but actually because minorities in society get an amplified voice because of this outrage culture however you want to deem it and however they choose to go about their ways of doing things it gets them on the map it gets them on the topic and it gets people forming an opinion whether that's for or against that particular thing it's still people forming an opinion. So freedom of speech in some ways has never been stronger because every single person has the right to say something. And that that thing that they can say, if on social media, can travel right around the world before somebody puts a stop to it. You know, that's how free speech is right now. Mm. But the flip side to that is so many more people can make a judgment on it. So many different cultures, so many different governments can have an opinion on what you're saying and then they can stand in the way of that or allow it. But that's that's just the technology. We've just given everybody a, a larger voice and a larger audience. So you, of course you have to expect more people will kind of turn against you as yeah, well as backlash. before you. Yeah. I know, but why change something that has always been? So like the prime example of that you know, is the, that, that Christmas song the the Pogues oh, like, yeah. they've took that word out yet they've just completely the just been we can't, we can't say that Like they just can't have that on, on radio where last year literally last year it was all that was fucking played you know what I mean mm-hmm. so how is, how is it in a, like not even about 11 months time that people have just decided Nah, that's not cool anymore. We can't do that. I don't think. I just don't think it's right. Why? Why, in that short period of time, has that all of a sudden just became unacceptable? And this is where it's going. Things are going to start going towards that way where, like, you're not even going to be allowed to listen to an Eminem song in your car anymore just because of the way that he talks. Like, listening to some of the lyrics off the Eminem show, or even listening to the stuff that Eminem's writing today. Like, he won't even say some half of the stuff that what he used to say back in, like, the D12 days and back in, like, what, 2000s and stuff like that. And that's just wrong because it's been... It's been you should be able to say whatever the hell you want to say. I mean, that's... See, well, on that point then, like, so if we take Eminem stuff, Eminem's music and how he raps is completely changed like bear in mind back then it was it was a wee laddie you know who was rapping about stuff well now he's in his 40s and a bit more of a sensible head in his shoulders i wouldn't like he was outrageous back then just as um maybe actually less so now i mean like bear in mind in the early 2000s eminem has been pulled in for court for some of the stuff that he was saying so you kind of see that all of a sudden now that things have changed do you know what i mean right. and that I mean, but like they wouldn't, that. They wouldn't sit there and like censor it, you know what I mean? They would still get played on late night radio and things like that. They wouldn't, they wouldn't even dare to like play any of that stuff anymore, especially some of the stuff that you like drips mm. and 
I mean, but like... nobody's stopping you. See, but that's the thing, though. So what we've got, you know, we're, we've all got Spotify or some form of music player. There's nothing stop. What would be true censorship is if we went on Spotify and we, there was no possible way of listening to that explicit album. That would be censorship, but we can't. What being censored is the kind of the public radio playing to everybody, which might be three in the afternoon. They're not going to be playing Eminem on Radio 1. You know, no, but in the we'll same way that before them. ten o'clock in, at night, you know, there's there's some adverts that, um, on the telly that was still wouldn't be shown because it's after the or before the watershed and programs that would be only shown after ten o'clock at night. But are, are the do the pogs fall into that as well? So like a song that was acceptable, no, even a year ago is now deemed unacceptable. But what what if that was the N word? And it, it, do you know what I mean? It's like what what if that had been uh, the N word instead? Public opinion changed in such a short space of time to say that that is not acceptable anymore. But that, ha- I, but that I happens think, everywhere I think though. It's because every I think it's because because of social media and everything, people are becoming more understandable of that person that that's speaking out and saying look guys like i'm not not comfortable with this and then other people are going well you know what okay then fair enough i get your point i understand you and i think as we're going for like as we're growing basically then i think it is just a case of you're now becoming more understandable of that person that you never understood before but then it's like taking that picture we were talking about and slapping a big censored sticker on it that's exactly what it's like it's like taking somebody's piece of art that they've made and then being like, no, you know what? That's not cool anymore. Let's just black that bit out. But if like how, is, how is that allowed? That should that just shouldn't be allowed. I think, I think, I see where you're coming from. Time I think, and time again. I see where you're coming from. I think, like, so the whole music thing with the whole Eminem, that's to a specific group of people who listen to that genre of music just like how you're saying the death metal now i wouldn't listen to death metal i, I don't listen to it. i don't i probably wouldn't listen to it, but you're saying how it talks about murder and everything like that well then yeah to me fair enough if you want to listen to that you can go and listen to that it's not gonna i'm not gonna say oh i don't want to hear that ever again because you know what i don't hear it because you know why i don't choose to listen to it but i just want to say that I just want to say that you get plenty of metal out there where the lyrics are way down to earth and the heavy yeah. sound doesn't have to be incorporated by <laughs> raping and... Uh, ah, so, you, you, so, tell them, yeah, yeah. you tell them, Kenny. You tell them. I like that. my heavy music, but uh, my heavy music, I like it a bit more positive, you know? You know a bit of positive. Like, oh, Kenny, you're doing a great job. <laughs> I like my really reinforcing stuff. I like that heavy sound without the... Um, stomach falling out your ass pattern and what we're talking about though is the censorship yeah piece of art that shouldn't be censored in the first place no i'm cool with that yes he's trying to paint a picture he's telling a story he's letting people know exactly what's going on in that whole song and then somebody's just decided you know what i didn't really like that word so we're not using it anymore and it just tarnishes the whole the whole thing doesn't really basically just takes like the feeling out of the song because a small minority of people just didn't didn't enjoy the word. 
But do you, would you not agree though? And I realise again that we're we're getting bogged down in some specifics, but I think it's important to discuss this because. But we are talking about censorship. Yeah. Um, where they have bleeped that word out, where you're like, last year was fine, this year it's not, is change. They say change takes time, but there is always a point where one day something's acceptable, and then it is unanimously agreed the next day that it's not you know there's all it's not like over the course of a couple hours a change happens you know it's like tomorrow that was acceptable and today we've named it's not there's always a overnight kind of change on decision but as had that been i mean like there's there's words that we all accept that are culturally just a wee bit unacceptable these days i've got a wee I've got a wee bounce back on that, if that's all right, guys. If you don't mm-hmm. mind, I know uh-huh. we're just we're going way we're going way off on tangents. But what world is it that that we're afraid to live in? If what Dale's saying is is all right, what is it that we're what world are we all afraid from? If um, Ooh, great that, question. If everything's acceptable and. Um, we don't need to censor things because let's face it, right? Whether you do it or no, and when you're in Topshop or fucking Tesco or whatever, it, you learn it regardless of if someday or or someday someday else, and it comes to you eventually. What is it? What is the world that that we're so frightened of? Where it's like it doesn't matter what it gets said on TV at what time, and yeah. this guy like is. Well, again, I don't know if it—I don't know if this completely relates to the cancel culture thing, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. What are we also so frightened of at the end of the day? Because well, the, the, the worst thing I can see happening is somebody gets offended and cries inside because they because they're all sad. Well, that's that's what I mean. It's like that. The the line of thinking of what is the worst that could happen is like society needs boundaries and society needs rules. Yeah. I mean, we're we're a massive herd of people. Um, that the only reason that we can collaborate and work together and operate in a generally safe society is because we all follow a set of rules that we deem is that's right, that's wrong. So to lift the barriers and say, well, what's the problem? Everybody can just do what they want is, again, we are not the butt of the problem or the discrimination right, right now. But if we were, would you, I don't think we'd be saying the same but thing. I'd have, we'd be having a very different conversation. But when somebody, when someone does something that's wrong, and this is the whole point, and it doesn't matter whether you whether whether there's rules in place or not, honestly, when someone does something wrong, you have the ability to fight against that. Mm-hmm. So, someone, I'm thinking about. In what way, though? Talk me through how you'd fight against that. So, in today's setting. Someday, so say that you're pers- constantly personally attacked by a person or a group of individuals constantly attacking you for it. Well, pick your, pick why your are you con- why are you constantly personally attacked? Me. No, but like, why are we talking about someone getting constantly personally attacked when we're talking about cancel culture at the end of the day? Because where cancel culture tends to stem from is the reason that people are up in arms outraged is that the particular person that is being cancelled what 
whatever their actions or statement they've uh, made, they've interpreted that as an attack upon themselves or a group of people they feel they represent. Therefore, right. that's why they're asking they should be cancelled for saying that because that is socially unacceptable. So I'm asking you. So there's some there's someone that's saying something offensive about a, a group of people at the end of the day. I hate these people all the time. So that that group of people are that have the ability to retaliate against that issue. But so they, they that guy's a complete asshole, isn't he? That guy's the worst. And then a whole bunch of folk can be like, aye, man, that guy's the worst. Get him away. Yeah, but that, so but that, is, what's, that is what's happening. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. So that's what cancel culture is. Everyone's going, they're the worst. They should be take, They should not be given so like, the platform that they've well, been allowed. Not, so basically when it comes to cancel culture and freedom of expression mm-hmm. and people voicing their opinions, this, that, and the next thing, what is it that we're, that, we're, that we're so afraid of? This is what I'm saying. As much as somebody can say something that's annoying or horrible to one specific group of people, that, that group of people can always just at the end of the day, retaliate. All right, can I give it's, you a ridic- this ridiculous example? Right. just go in loops. No, well, here's a ridiculous example. Proper ridiculous, right? But let's just say barbers, right? Right, okay. Barbers. I'm, in, are, I'm intrigued. <laughs> right, okay. So, society all just have the conception that barbers are a bunch of shady assholes who do fuck all all day and charge extortionate prices for doing nothing. Now, you know, and I know for a fact that that is absolutely not the case. However, that's a stereotype in society and comedians are standing up on stage going, didn't you trust a barber with your life? Actually, didn't even go into the shops. And you're sitting there going, right, Mate, I feel a bit attacked here, but you know what? It's all personal, it's all humour, it's all good stuff. And then I'm people the on a celebrity stage politicians, everybody going like, barbers are a bunch of arseholes, and see at, there'll be a point in time where you go right, I'm I'm constantly at the end of every joke, I'm constantly being persecuted against, and folk are constantly online attacking barbers. You will, like any normal person would be like, fuck that, and all your barber mates, who have barber shops as well, would like, you might go on social media you're fucking wrong, mate, and you're well out of line. And all your barber mates would be like, Kenny, I'm I'm with you 100%. Cause I, I feel that shit every single day. And yeah. then you as a collection of barbers have raised an issue and says that person should get to fuck. Now, do you know what? See if society go, actually, do you know what? I'm, I'm with them on that. Because why, why, why are we persecuting barbers so much? Because when you think about it, it's so ridiculous. But, I mean, it's the same thing in a sense is you're just choosing to persecute someone because of a particular thing, be it because you're a barber. And, well, do you know what? As society, we agree that's ridiculous. The person who said it is now cancelled, and you have successfully done your grievance, or it could go the other way and went, fucking deal with it, on your, on your, on your way. So life would just continue where you guys were constantly attacked. And the thing is, see, when it is constantly said, being the butt of a joke, then within society it's acceptable to treat you as a lower class citizen. And that's how these things all step and stem from, is what starts is if you can can dehumanise a person or a sect of society, this downhill slope that that becomes... I I don't know, I just... I don't don't even know how to answer that. Can I I go back just to the question that you answered, uh, that you asked Kenny about the whole... (laughs) 
what world are you afraid? Uh, so what is it that we're afraid of? Right. So this this whole freedom of speech. Now I want to take the this the example of Hitler. Now that's a pen, that's somebody that has a that freedom of speech, and because of what he said, right, it then changed people's views, it changed people's minds, and it then aligned into the way that he thought. Now that is the world that I'm afraid to live in because somebody that comes out and then says no, that's, this is the way that we should all think. That's always the case, all the time though. That is always the case, and the majority yeah. went like for some reason in that scenario that that with that crazy scenario where the marble fell into that place mm-hmm. on whatever chance that's that's what happened i mean yeah. we always we, we are living and we're living in that the now i guess it's just that that's not what's happening the answer is what is what happens all the time it's just people are going to come to a general consensus on it that's just it's all. This is just always going to be a thing. A thing. I think it's quite funny that we're sitting here talking about it, and maybe we didn't realise this until now we're in the middle of the podcast. But that, I guess, that's what makes it a good conversation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a hard one. It's, it's a good. It's actually because it, it brings a lot, a lot of different subjects into it. Eh? That's, that's why I think it's such a good subject to talk about. What's question three, though? Aye, moving on to question three, because that is genuinely, this is hitting halfway through the podcast and it's fucking 20 to 12 at night. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any form of censorship that you believe to be acceptable? And we did kind of touch on this in our our earlier conversations, literally just about 10, 20 minutes ago, but I'll kick this one. Kick it off to me. (laughs) <laughs> oh, um, okay Mr Elliot right okay so yes there's only one topic that I think that should not be censored and that's comedy comedy should not be censored that that is my big ticket I think if comedy I think is one of those things that people people rely on to, to like break free to you know what I mean? They they go to it because that's that's their like thing to escape. I don't know comedy. Everybody can relate to comedy because it's fun, it's laughter, it's a good positive thing. But you know? About, what yeah. about games though? What about like games? Right, so what you, games? What do you mean? What do you mean? Censored. So what, what mean? games being like? Oh, you can cut folk into bits. You can just saw anybody into bits. You can <laughs> shoot and fall out. Well, blow folks heads off and. Like uh, the only censorship yeah. we really had in that game was you can't shoot the kids. Like, right? Well, so you think censorship please. could happen in games? No, I don't Whoa. want them to happen in games either. Fuck that. But what about depictions and art and music? So what about anything that your like rappers or musicians start talking about? You think there should be certain guidelines on that as well? You did. You did say the only thing that you would censor, you wouldn't censor, is comedy. It's comedy, yeah. And then you've you've hit me with all these other fucking scenarios. <laughs> what about your day to day living? The things that you post on social media, the things that you. Oh, well, yeah, I don't. I don't post anything on social media. So, but so the things that you say in everyday chat chat logs. So there there could be like a a bot out there that 
basically like looks for keywords that you say in personal chat right. logs. Now this this is this is this is going this is going to a very extreme version of censorship. No, but we were talking about musicians and. No, I know, but if you're saying that somebody's going to be looking at our chat, that's invading my privacy. I but that's mm. that's the levels of censorship. Or even like if you did post on social media, the things that like pictures that you posted and the things that you did. So, so yeah, that's yeah. that's not private though. That's me putting out there. Aye, but they would still be censored. So even if you I did one, they would still be censored because you only said the only thing that I would not censor is comedy. Well, we're, we're, we're all talking about the cancel culture thing. Like that comedy is a big is a big part of that. We were, like what we were saying before, yeah. the example of Little Britain, that is now being cancel cultured. Now I'm against that because to me Little Britain is very, very funny. And I know that yes, okay, it is offended some people, but I know that that minority of people that are saying that it's offended, some of those people find it funny as well. So, so that would be the question then, Elliot. Like for you right, so you thought it was funny, it offended other people did you think it was when you were watching it did you did you think it was funny because you were like oh haha um for instance i want to laugh at this minority or i want no to laugh no at no 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 guy. no not at all so that, that so that's the thing it's like it was cancelled because of someone who was offended by it for instance let's say that there's a disabled character depicted then disabled people are like, I'm absolutely furious at that because obviously people are laughing at that. But it's like you have to ask if you now I'm asking you, are you laughing at um, disabilities? And you, you're I know for a fact uh, that you're yeah, going to say yeah. no. Yeah. You're not laughing at dis- disabilities. You're laughing at the comedy within what you were watching. Yes. And you like you're not going to walk down the street, point and laugh at anybody in a wheelchair or anything like that. Yeah. And that's the, like that's the question within all of that. I so, so this is. Do you think that this is the level that it's going to go to? I mean, I guess that's. I, I guess that's what Dale's asking. Like you, you were saying. Right, okay, Dale, like, so I do not think it's going yeah. to go to that level then. Yeah. So but I will one hundred percent definitely think it will. I think it's going to get to that level in the next. I'm not even if the Pogue song gets censored. <laughs> it's gonna get uh, things are gonna get censored in the next five years. You're not gonna be able to even say stuff online, and it's just gonna get automatically taken down. Like it's already happening with Twitter. Like people on Twitter used to be able to say what they want and do what they want, but now people will say things on Twitter, and then it will get automatically flagged and taken down. Right. But so I think is right. So some so somebody's expressing how they feel on on Twitter, right, and then other people. Oh, I feel, or like other people are like, you know, they get on that bandwagon as well. Whereas you're saying a song, that guy's, from what I think of the song, that guy's intention isn't like calling out like all the gay people in the in the community. I uh, see. I uh, have to. It's not, but for, it's it's almost like saying, you know, it's like it's a slur against. Yeah, okay, homosexuals, okay, yes, and that's yeah, what the yeah, issue yeah. is. In the same way it's that if there was a slur against Scottish people, if there was a slur against Black people, it's still a slur. It's a derogatory term referring. So it's like when you say you scumbag, you yeah. maggot, you cheap lousy faggot, is that isn't that 
the term faggot is I'm calling you gay and I'm calling you like and in, in, in a negative sense. Therefore, yeah. that's why it's offensive. Right, and then in the early, so in the, literally two, three lines before that, he says you're an old slut on junk. Slut is a slur on women. So how is that mm-hmm. not being cancelled? And yeah, I understand that. That's a fair point. Why is and it cancelled? Now you've said that, it, it probably will be. Hi. <laughs> I think you heard it here first, line, guys. That's where the line is getting drawn. This is a problem. So see next year, that line will be that line will be thingied. And then see before it will just be like the next year after that it'll be like right we can't play that song that song just isn't allowed and it's that these are things that are just going to keep picking up snow and keep snowballing down the hill and we're going to get to a point where you can't say anything on your social media or it's going to get to a point where you're messaging people and you can't say that shit that's the problem i think it see it doesn't actually matter what the what the subject matter is right I think you can. There's always a slur, whether it's been created or not. Especially back in the day, like see, see, this thought's only come to light after hearing you were you referred to that Christmas song. Um, I feel like there used to be more um slur terms, or is it derogative? Is that what I'm looking for? Yeah, terms yeah. for everything i think there there's an there's a way to insult every trait whether it's being scottish english let's even actually bring it all the way down to so if we're scottish you've got chukters are from um up north wedges mm-hmm. um this that the next thing there's slurs for everything people are always going to create a slur for any trait and people find people just take the mick out of you for any like personal trait that you might have that's different to them and mm-hmm. a slur's always going to exist for everything and i think dale's right to say that you can't choose what one's worse than the other one because people just slag people off for being different in any way ever and i think um there is you danny you were saying about being scottish there def there is slurs there there are terms for that yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I wasn't saying it wasn't. I can't think of one off the top of my head, which is annoying me, but it feels like it's on the tip of my tongue. I, I know that there is one. Yeah, man. So, like jock, like the stereotypes, jocks being tight, and all this kind of stuff. Like, well, like, didn't get me wrong. Like that still bugs me to this day. That, like, there's there is a line in the sand where it's okay to make fun of some people, because, I mean. Gypsies still tend to be the butt of a lot of jokes, but, but people seem to be okay with that. Like, you know, people take the piss out of the Welsh, the Scottish, the Irish. I mean, yeah, people do take the piss. And I guess where... I, I guess it, it comes down to where do we feel as a consensus where the line is? And that yeah. it's that line that moves depending on what the general consensus is. Like, didn't, I, it bothers... It's actually genuinely does bother me when it's like people I, I don't mind people taking the piss out of Scottish people if it's clever I, I genuinely don't yeah. mind it but yeah. it's never clever it's always fallen back on the boring lazy stereotypes of Scottish people running about in kilts ch- chasing mythical haggises um, wearing tammy hats and like 
drinking. And it's like, aye, we do all those things. But um, <laughs> there's, do you know what I mean? It's like, there's that elements of it where it's like, you can be, be clever, you know? It's like, but uh, genuinely stereotypes bother me because stereotypes exist because there's a commonality or a perceived, could be a completely fake commonality um, yeah. is perceived of a certain type of people. Now, it's whether we want to live in a society where people can just... I, it's frustrating because I don't, I don't disagree with what you and Dale are saying. Like, like the, we, we are at a point... Twitter automatically has keywords that um, blocks your tweet because it um, says it's offensive um, or doesn't or completely removes it or flags you up on a system like that's in place now. But that's the terms and conditions of operating on Twitter. You know, Twitter, Facebook, social medias aren't a public service. You know, so the fact that people treat them as if they are and where we have a right of free speech, we don't have a right of any free speech on social media because it's a private company and a private company sets the terms ah. of their service so yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um from that point of view i don't think personally i don't think that stacks up um because we enter into that agreement you get an email you have to tick a box to say you've read the updated terms and conditions Which and granted they done. make it difficult yeah. they do and they give you eleven thousand pages to read but in the same way that people buying cars, buying houses, getting a mobile phone contract, nobody reads the fine print because they just want the product. So they, the, those companies are completely within their rights. So if they, if they are, say it's Google or Twitter, and they are quite a liberal left-leaning um, company. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, oh, no, wait, is that, is, that, is, that, is, that, is that the word? God, what, what, which one? <laughs> left. Left. Oh, great. Hold on, I need to take a shot. Fucking get him. I knew it was going to be said. Wait, are you trying to tell me that that word wasn't said the whole way? 100% was not said the whole podcast. I was sitting on the edge in my fucking seat for that. Like, <laughs> Where are we in the podcast? Like, Where are we in the questions? No clue, mate. Are we still on the third one? Are people to answer? Yes. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, listen. This is um, this we knew this was a meaty topic, right? Which like I'm, I was in this for the long haul. Like I've got a comfortable chair and a pillow, right? I'm, I'm, I'm here for life. I'm sitting on four pillars right now. Dense. There's no roids. Right. Um, my, my tailbone's still getting massaged by a plank of wood. I'm not gonna lie. You're getting the roids. Oh, like, getting the pillows. And <laughs> getting the GT, mate. Getting the GT. Getting that gamer's tailbone. Uh, right, damn, damn, damn. So, <laughs> so if you're Dale, bring us back in. over a little over to a more liberal. Um, if you're a more liberal company, and what side's that? That's um, kind of the opposite to your right foot. All right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. What's that again? <laughs> right foot mate um those companies if that's the values of that company and you sign up to use their service then you are totally under the terms and conditions of that service so to say you know that censorship and all that sort of thing 
it's not government censorship. It's not society censoring. It is private, and this is where it is getting scary. Private companies that we treat as if it's a public service dictate people's what is people's point of view and all that sort of stuff and what it allows through its gates. So, going back to the question, Kenny, is there any form of censorship that you believe to be acceptable? Man, uh, I wish I prepared for this question. I kind of... Is there any is there any form of censorship that I believe is acceptable? What what forms of censorship do you get? I mean, are they not all the same? Censorship not in in one thing all all the same. That's that's kind of what the question is. So, do you think anything should be censored, or do you think anything goes, or is there anything that you would just one hundred percent say, nah, that is not allowed. Shouldn't it be allowed anywhere on the internet and f- yeah, I think I need to. I think what I'm struggling with is channeling my mind into this segment of like everything that we are talking about. It's you have to put yourself in in that mindset of like modern life, and I mean the only reason we're talking about this is because uh, what I suppose examples like Danny's pulled up are or whoever did actually, about you can touch the whole world now really, really quickly with the internet, etc. Like, you need to try... For me, I struggle to get myself into this mindset because you're asking me, do I think what form of censorship should... um, Do do I think is all right? Or what what should be censored? I think I lean towards you, Dale, man. I, I don't know. I feel like freedom of speech is what it is, man. You can you the the rea- the harsh reality of the situation in life, whether you whether you're bamboozled by fucking Facebook and Instagram, YouTube, or whatever, the reality is that people. It doesn't matter whether people are allowed or not. That you can say what you want. It's up to you whether you. To, to me, it's quite obvious when something feels wrong. I don't yeah. know, Dale. I, I, I honestly don't. I think I'm actually really stumped on it. I don't even know if I can answer it because I think I, I just, I'm struggling to find the, the answer to it at all, man. So you're, you're pretty much on the grounds that you can, anybody can say what they want, when they want, at any given time. Right, okay, so... Because that's... I'm I'm right at the front of that train throwing coal into its fire and fucking honking its horn. That's where I am. (laughs) So you're talking a bit like... (laughs) Ollie Thomas, the tank engine. Is it it like... Thomas, the wank engine. (laughs) Is it like swearing on the radio and like... What form of comedy is, is allowed and what isn't, and that is this is this what is that um, what I'm supposed to be thinking about? I've, I'm it's saying, took me too long, isn't it? Right, it um, took me too long to get here. I'll I'll give you an example, right? Right, okay. Um, I'm all for right. This is this is going to be horrendous, right? But I'm all for somebody 
standing in the middle of the town saying probably just genuinely opening Mein Kampf and reading for it if they so want to, right? Right. They can want they they can do that if they want to. Yes. And it can go across the board. They can they can read for the Quran, they can read for the Bible, they can read for yes. any book they want, or oh. they can even throw away the book, put it in the fire, and just yeah. talk about their opinions and talk about whatever the fuck they think or whatever whatever their opinion is. They can stand up and what's say the worst it. that's going to happen? But somebody's going to fight with. Don't them. be afraid to be challenged on your opinions. This is what I'm getting at, right? So if you you're willing right. to say what you want to say, don't be afraid to be challenged on what you think. I'll try and I'll I'll try and answer it. I feel like so as far as what I was talking about, my main question was like, what is the world that we're afraid of? If if it's swearing on the radio and on daytime this and that and the next thing when kids are around and that, I mean. I just feel like there's a, at, at some point that us we we've grown up through whatever era that we grew up through and I feel like I was exposed to um things I probably shouldn't have been at an age earlier than I should have been and I can honestly say that as far as my memory is concerned I just don't think it resonated with me do you know what I mean see at the time when it wasn't when I shouldn't have heard it I just I think I didn't hear it I don't think you can hear things that you don't understand and there's always that time when you your mum and dad will have a story with you about like oh this happened and you were this young that you didn't understand it or whatever and that moment of realization when you do understand it at a certain age some things might stand out in your mind and you'll be like oh um I get that now but I didn't then in this one of my favourite shows or whatever. I just I don't think that swearing's that damaging to somebody's like mental well being. Um so I'm not that stressed about censorship um uh, before the watershed if we're gonna like that I feel like an I feel like I should put on my wee cardigan and I'm not that concerned about uh daytime censorship of swearing and all that. This is this just feels really unnatural for me to talk like this. And I guess that means that I'm a really down-to-earth... I, I feel like a down-to-earth guy. I don't think that anything that I've been exposed to has damaged my mental health. Um, I don't think any of the negative things that I've been exposed to has inspired me to do those things. So it, it doesn't matter whether the world censors the horrible stuff or not. You can't, you can't get rid of fucked up shit so i'm just i'm i, I think i'm gonna lean towards you dale and just say that um i'm not i don't care what happens but i'm not that stressed about censorship there you go fuck it that's me i'm done with that nice. Nice. <laughs> um i see see just on that and this is you know here's my fear of how easy a message could be spread if it's if something goes unchecked as you know Elliot used the example of Hitler earlier. Now, somebody could be could have a blog, which they're entitled to. Do you know what? No, I'm going to rephrase that because blogs don't tend to get a lot of spread. But let's say somebody spreads a message through social media unchecked, and it is a message of rising up and hate towards certain a certain group of individuals. Doesn't matter who they are, certain group of individuals. Now, 
the ability for us to connect with millions of people instantly online, that could raise, say you've got 30,000 people that are manically like for this, getting behind this person, what they're saying, let's say 15,000 of that are willing to fight for that cause that this person's talking about. Then suddenly one person going unchecked has been able to round the globe raise an army of 15,000, which around the globe isn't much of a problem. But that person convinces 15,000 people to travel to a camp where they can learn more and they can train up and they can do this and they can fight for what they believe in. Then you've got an army of 15,000 people. Um, That's not that far-fetched now because of how interconnected the world is. So then that's how quickly... if we just kind of open the gates and let anybody say what they wanted, like it's, I, I agree with Kenny, like it's trivial. I mean, swearing to me, I, I feel quite old fashioned when I say this, but I was like, there's nothing clever about swearing. It's very easy to do. You know, it's like when you were a kid and you swore, you knew it was wrong when you were wee. And when you knew kids that swore all the time, you always kind of thought, aye, you're a bit of an arsehole. And you try to think of those kids that swore all the time now pretty much all of them are in jail because it's like it's almost like you see a pattern of listen we just you didn't really say that unless you're in front of your pals and then the kids that defy that rule you can go unchecked I, I swore all the time and I would say and look at the state Kenny I would say <laughs> put my situation where I'm in a relationship with Claire over there as I'm in jail is quite harsh to be honest Okay, well, you're you're the you're the exception then, Kenny. But do you know what? When I grew, when I was growing up and I was at school, um, the kids that like swore at teachers and things like that is, I mean, because they, it's a silly example, but do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, no, no. Kind of, it's almost like when you're growing up, you're given a set of rules that, in certain individuals, chose to defy, and that pattern of defying the rules of society continued into their adult life, which has landed them in jail kind of long story short but i agree that there's a so do, do you want something where constant on tv swearing is just like the run of the mill i don't because see even in like in working things like that like it's one thing having a conversation and a bit of banter and swearing but i wouldn't even want to be sitting having a meeting with folk and they're just Swearing left, right, and centre. I don't know. There's like something that doesn't feel real that professional about it, um, and and how into that. But maybe that's a snobbery from our point of view. I don't know. Mm. Um, but I accept that that's, yeah, that's that's the the very kind of vanilla end of the scale where it's like if we're talking about censorship in terms of, um, effing and jeffing. Uh, <laughs> You're a then, oh, <laughs> mate, to be out here, I would. I'm absolutely fucking not, but haven't seen a statement like that, then yeah, it makes me sound like Tory. Effing and Jeffing. What side would you say you are on, Danny? My political opinion's not important. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not for this podcast. Not for this topic. But damn it, I was hoping you were going to say the L word. What about the other? No, the opposite to right. On the lesbian. <laughs> oh, ding, 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 ding. There's the other end. Get a beard, didn't you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Brent. Who said it? Oh, he said Danny it's said left, the other word. I said right foot and right. I said right foot. Oh, okay. 
Aye, I check yourself. Oh, right, okay, right. Nobody um, said two words. Aye, mm-hmm. ah, you just said the one. Dale's 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 and this is this is why this conversation is difficult. Is you can go too far, and people feel like you're attacking their their individuality, their expression, um, and it becomes a bit of a police state. But as I says, to bear in mind, the only censorship that's happening from an online point of view is from private companies, not from the government. The only thing that is, I would say, is classed is censorship from the government is things like hate speech. Um, when you're trying to incite hatred towards um, a certain group of like individuals in society, it's a bit of a woolly legality point of view, but that's probably the only one where censorship's coming in from an elected government's point of view. Um, but where you've got the other end of that scale, where if you have no censorship and anyone can say what they will go unchecked is as I've said before, the way we are, we have become so interconnected is you will find people with very extreme views finding each other very easily, clubbing together and then becoming a force to reckon with. Mm-hmm. And it might be that the majority of society disagrees, but we would be a majority that would be that wouldn't act. We wouldn't we wouldn't fight up against a cause, let's be honest. I mean, like, we as society are quite content in our comfortable living situations that we're in right now, but you get 10,000 people that are rallied up behind a person that's been spouting hate um, and speaking online, and they're ready to arm and take the fight to the people. Are we all going to rally against it? No, we're going to expect the army that we pay taxes for and the government to fight against it but by us not putting in those checks and not having a line in the sand we've allowed us to create a problem that then must be checked no but that's the thing if he was just happy to stand there and say his ideas and whatever then that's, that's it yeah the words that happen because these people act on their word they go out yeah. and say and do so they go out and like kidnap yeah. journalists or kidnap other people and they behead them because of their ideals it's not yeah. just an opinion at the end of the day it's like a i've said this countless times so you know what i'm going to make a high definition video and i'm going to go out and cut their heads off and i'm going to make a mass publication there i'm going to send it to all the media outlets in the west culture and things like that and they're going to make a big huge song and dance about it if they Can just, I just say, say- and that was all well and good. But if it's the fact that they acted on their words. I always sometimes feel like these acts have depended on acts of freedom of speech. So take the, I'm trying to think of a current example, what just happened in Paris there. The university lecturer publicly put an image of Muhammad up in mm. a lecture. And then he was beheaded in the street for what he done. Like, that's, a, again, a, a 
back my point up and say that's a very extremist thing to do. But is that an act of my freedom of speech? Can you can you put a piece of art up that depicts a picture of a certain deity and then expect to be beheaded for it? This this is my point. Like, is that freedom of speech or is it no? Because obviously in in that religion, you're not allowed to depict that God. But the yep. fact that he did qualified the right to being beheaded. Well, no. Hold on. So to those individuals, it was right to behead them. But to the whole society and the whole world, it is not right. It's not right. No, that that's what I'm trying to say. Like, that's where freedom of speech like he should be allowed to depict that, but then he wasn't allowed to do it because it, it interfered with that person's religion. So how does he cut off for it? That's but that's not that's not against freedom of speech. So that, that so freedom of speech is that person doing that thing, the individual acting against that and causing uh, and acting that crime and beheading that person. That's so that's what that's the consequence of an extreme view on the actions of someone's freedom of speech well no, of such, that's, that's you know, freedom problem. of expression or whatever you'd want to say mm-hmm. well exactly like that's that's it in a nutshell so that person only posted a picture a piece of art uh-huh. and then they had he'd cut off for it right but that's but by an extremist group in the same way that you know we you could post up but that's um, the extent these people are willing to go to because of the freedom, like your freedom of speech. So that personally posted that no, no, that's not freedom of speech. That's a crime. They committed a crime, and it doesn't matter about freedom of speech. They committed a crime. No, so the person who posted the picture. Can I? What? Can I just? I think. I think. Just, just to say, because I didn't actually answer this question, Dale. Now that I've listened to the actual question, listened to everybody else's answers, I didn't answer this question. I think when it comes to censorship, see things that are extreme, they should be censored. And that's it. This is, it should be basic as that. Things where, that are extreme. Where's, where's your should, line of extreme? Where well, your, yeah, that's going to be my question. Extreme. Right. Okay. Well. Okay. So see if it's hate. That's extreme. If it's something that's hatred, if it's something that's going to turn somebody's mind against some, like, if it's hate, so, if it's if it's negative, if it's extremely negative. So rap lyrics. No, well, that's somebody. Ex- that's right, hold on. Hate. Yeah, right. no, Dale's got a point. That's that thing is that could be so, interpreted okay, as hate speech against okay. so the rap, police, so, for example. Ah, yeah, but then the police have made that. Is have caused that. But in the same way, no. the lecturer caused that by showing a picture of Muhammad. No, 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 no. Their religion. Well, sorry, hold on. Their extreme views upon their religion caused that action for them to do that. Right. So the extreme actions of some police officers caused. So do, do you get the you get the point? I mean that is, and I, this is where I completely agree with Dale. Is, and this is again why it's such a difficult topic. Is you can't so. From your point of view, comedy should be given complete free reign because who's it? What is it? It's not really touching anybody. It's not really a problem. Same it's, with it's, music. Not, it's not spreading hate. Well, but again, it's it's a point it of view, and that's what I get. I think what we're all trying to get at. Although, well, then if it's angles, spread, if it's spreading hate, then it's not comedy. According, but, Aye, but that's your comedy. Is somebody else's spreading hate. Aye. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
So, yeah, okay, so that that's where I sit strongly, like, against, co- like, that is my, str- I am strongly, like, for, like, comedy not being censored. But see, when it comes to, like, people, th- like, as you're saying, throwing out hatred and everything, like, no. No, but, like, what's hatred? <laughs> Me going up to somebody and saying, I don't fucking like you because of the colour of your skin. I don't fucking like you because of your belief. I don't fucking like you because of the fucking, the way you look. But then, why should you not be allowed to say that? No, but comedy doesn't mean that. From your point of view, so because you're not the person in the butt of the joke. That's that's kind of what I mean. Is if you, yeah, this is and this is, I mean, what, what do we do in this situation? Because you can't give one element of society a complete free reign to do say what they want in the name of comedy, and then turn around in the same stroke and go, yeah, but don't you? They're fine because they're not actually, in my point of view, inciting hate. Although from somebody else's point of view, that might be. But that's inciting hate. Therefore, you cannot do that. Do you know what I mean? It's like I think. I think. Well, for me, you need to look behind the intentions of what that person is expressing. But how do? But then that's again. That's could lead to bias. That could just be like. You're looking at it from one point of view, but then somebody else from a totally different background is looking at it from a completely other different point of view. Mm-hmm. And this is where okay. it all gets misconstrued because well, people, seems that, well, one see, person will think it's hate, another person is going to think it's love. Like one man's freedom fighter is another man's terrorist. Love that saying. Yep. Right, well, okay. Well, then see, instead of censoring everything, why don't we then say, okay, if there is free reign of everything, but we need to help everybody understand but then no one's going to understand. Like but, uh, some people are going, they want to understand some things and other people are going to un- want to understand other things. Can you, can you imagine a white supremacist trying to make um, a coloured person understand why the white supremacist is right? Aye, no, because then, guys, no, but that's an extreme, that's, that's, that, that's no. extreme though. That's <laughs> no, what I'm talking about. But I'm taking, and, and I'm flipping, I realise I'm flipping. You are, you are taking what I'm saying, but you're taking it to a very extreme level. I am yeah, not taking it there. But the fact is, mm. there's people out there that do do this. this yes, I the thing. There's yes, people I out here that think this way. I know, but the, but I'm not like. <sighs> but so, yeah, again, for you from your point of view, and say that's wrong. Yeah. So the I'm, unfortunate, I'm, yeah. The unfortunate fact of the matter is that as much as and right, so Elliot, for you, it's really easy to draw a line through the middle of this is what comedy is. Yeah. And this is what comedy isn't. It's really easy, and I'm gonna say that all four of us that are talking right now are smart enough to understand what it is that you're saying. All of us know that everybody knows, right, no, that isn't comedy, that's just a guy standing on on stage going absolutely mental down the mic about how much he hates a certain whatever. Um, But the fact of the matter is it's difficult to draw that line and then go, right, this is is exactly where you can't step over because then that guy can turn around and go, why did you not get that? I was clearly just doing an impression of somebody that hates it, or you didn't understand. I was I was taking the mic, like, and it's just as much as me and you can sit here and go, no, we can draw that line, and it's really really simple. It's just maybe no that simple to draw the line across the rest mm-hmm. of society, yeah. I guess. Okay then. Right. It's a light on fucker. That note, <laughs> on that note, 
faces that have now somehow got a voice. That's <laughs> somehow got a voice. Sound. Shall we wrap up there? Yeah. Any Bye. final messages, Danny? Um, I am a big tarantula and I like to <laughs> trap Kenny in my, my web and feed him with my children. <laughs> Nom nom nom. <laughs> <laughs> I've not got Any... a lot of meat on my wee bones as well, so I'll do. You'll do, mate. You'll do. <laughs> Your wrens are starving, mate. To be fair, it's normally the children that feed on the mother or the father. Uh, who who's the 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 Dan? It was Danny, the first one that was meant to say his final words, and then just said about how he was a tarantula about something that I said earlier on. So <laughs> I stand by that statement. You just get <laughs> stick with that. Yeah, that's my <laughs> I'll just make sure the rest has been edited out then. Sound. Uh, go for it, Dale. Say what you were going to say. As always, I'll end the podcast with on final Hail Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Hail Satan and all his children. All his spider praise children. The, praise <laughs> the fires in hell. Eat the brimstone. Snort it if you want. And keep that dream alive. Elliot, you got any words? Everybody, peace and love, and that's all what it's about. Peace and love. Peace and love. (laughs) 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 Anyway, guys, awesome. Um, Fuck me, that was a long one. Um, um, What did they they find? Did everyone say bye or (laughs) what?